especially this book, Shroud for a Nightingale, by the author P.D. James, whose real name was Phyllis Dorothy James, and was later known as Baroness James of Holland Park. First published in 1971, this is the fourth book in the book series featuring Detective Chief Inspector and later Commander Adam Dugleish. P.D. James would write 14 Dugleish novels in all, the last one in 2008. Shroud for a Nightingale centers around the suspicious deaths of two nursing students at Nightingale House, a student nursing school. Dugleish is called in to investigate as the resident surgeon is set to perform a difficult operation on a prominent member of society, and the murders are meant to be handled quickly and not least discreetly. If we were to compare this story to a Poirot novel by Agatha Christie, we would immediately notice several important differences. The best of Christie's novels are characterized by quick wit and funny banter, with characters who are amusing if slightly overdrawn, and stories which are heavily plot-based. In contrast, P.D. James has a focus on introducing and examining character traits and exploring various states of human emotion. In Shroud for a Nightingale, a good portion of the first half lays out a comprehensive study of the people involved, and does so at an unhurried pace. The pace then picks up in the second and especially third act. However, in terms of delving into the group psychology of very frightened people, this story is extremely absorbing. The main character is, of course, Dagleish, but he too is rather unusual for the detective novel in what might be called a realist book. While he is marred by a personal tragedy which has left him with profound grief, Dagleish is not that flawed, heavy-drinking, one-man army who frequently inhabits the detective noir. Adam Dagleish is a quietly brilliant detective, a man of generous nature when goodness is at the fore, and a gentleman of hidden talents. For Detective Adam de Cliche is also a poet of renown when not pursuing criminals. In Shroud for a Nightingale, his love of poetry aids him in judging the manner of true beauty from that which is merely a veneer. While Adam Dagleish is our main focus in Shroud for a Nightingale, other characters include Mary Taylor, the matron of the nursing school. She is a woman of great intelligence and surprising compassion, but she is also quite reserved at unusual times. Then there is the rigid Sister Brumfett, and equally bitter Sister Gearing. And last, but by no means least, and certainly according to himself, is Stephen Courtney Briggs, a surgeon of gargantuan arrogance. They all teach and do their best to care for a group of nursing students, 
Though their perspectives on what it means to care for a fellow human being range from the empathetic to the downright harmful. The students themselves are, just like the staff, a mixed group. Some are charming, but many harbour unpleasant secrets which inform their distrustful behaviour. Murder only underpins the dormant selfishness in some and fear in others. And the murders of the two students are committed just as much because of the student's outward persona as their hidden character traits. Former patients and their health and deaths play an important part in the plot, suggesting that answers to the why of the murders might be found in the connections between staff and patients and in lives lived before and outside the nursing school. P.D. James's greatest literary accomplishment, in my opinion, is the creation of spell-binding atmospheres. The polite and orderly veneer covers and mutes every action in this novel like a claustrophobic blanket, yet it is barely held together as secrets, desires and avarice seem ready to burst the seams. This is particularly true of Shroud for a Nightingale, filled as it is with apparently morally upright people intent on keeping the police out of their affairs. This is, in other words, a delicious depiction of a flawed group of people taking desperate measures in order to survive. And this is down to P.D. James's talent for writing realistic people who are interesting to read about. This novel has been adapted to the small screen twice. In 1984, it was made into a miniseries starring Roy Marsden as Adam Duckleash. This version had a focus on the mystery, while the 2021 version, starring Bertie Carville, has an emphasis on the various characters. Both are well-acted and well-directed, though I myself might slightly prefer the latest version for its cinematography, its atmosphere and strong supporting cast. The title, Shroud for a Nightingale, refers, as one might surmise, to the nursing students at Nightingale House, and for two of them, their faces are eventually shrouded as death intervenes and interrupts their dreams, their aspirations, their very lives. Themes in the book include crime and punishment. Punishment especially, for who has the right to define it, who has the right to execute it, meet it out, or be exempt from it. Another theme is compassion versus selfishness. Which one saves us? Which one survives when fear creeps in? The solution to the mystery is somewhat complex, but very solid, with clues aplenty throughout the story. It is a moving conclusion without being too sentimental. It is a fitting ending 
without being overly happy or far too sad. It is, I believe, simply fitting. And all of it is all splendidly laid out, so very beautifully written and assuredly presented. And for this, Shroud for a Nightingale by P.D. James is a very good read. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please consider subscribing to Literature Laughter and Learning as it does wonders for the algorithm so that this podcast can be seen. Until next time, I have been Eva and thanks so much for listening.